know, Veterans Day is an opportunity to honor the veterans who have served our country. But more than that, it's really an opportunity to try to understand our veterans, to try to understand what all of us who have served have gone through, how that's changed our lives and how it relates back to life here at home. This is a point that I think is often lost on a lot of Americans. You know, today we're lucky to live in a time when most Americans really respect and support veterans. I have so much respect for the Vietnam generation of veterans who came home to a country that was not supported. That must have been incredibly And welcome to another episode of the Three Guys Podcast. Uh, I have one guy tonight, but um, I'm very fortunate and very honored to have Congressman Seth Moulton representing the 6th District of Massachusetts on as a Veterans Day episode to talk about veterans affairs as being as well as what made you become a veteran and what Veterans Day means to you. So, um, Congressman Seth Moulton, I appreciate you coming on and um, I want the floor is yours. I, I know I wanted to, you know, I know I saw on your bio, you know, what inspired you to, to join public office and as well as to join the military. So if you want to start off with that, please do. You know, the, the, neither is what I expected to be doing with my life. I think that's the first place to start. I, I, I didn't grow up interested in the military or interested in politics. I guess I was a little bit of a science nerd in school. I graduated college with a degree in physics. Um, I um, was really inspired to join the military by the most important mentor in my life, who was actually my college minister. And I was a super religious guy, but I felt like every time I went to church, it made me a little bit better person because he was such a great preacher. His name was Peter Gomes, uh, and he talked a lot about the importance of service, about how it matters to go make a difference in other people's lives. And you can't just support service, the idea of it, or support others who serve. Go find a way to do it yourself. So as I was approaching graduation from college, I looked at different options, teaching overseas, Peace Corps things that my parents would have liked a lot better than the Marine Corps. Mm. But ultimately, I just had so much respect for uh, the 18-year-old kids who front who fight on the front lines of our nation's military that that's where I decided I would do my part. So I signed up. September 11th happened after I made the decision to serve. I had no idea I would end up in Iraq. In fact, my year of training was in 2002. That's when Afghanistan started. I figured wow. I'd just miss the war. You know, yeah. this was going to be in and out like Persian Gulf. Um, I figured my timing was exactly wrong, I guess, if you want to uh, do yeah. your part. But of course, the Iraq invasion was the next year. I was in the first company of Marines into Baghdad, and I ended up doing four tours in that war. And and it was really over the course of those four tours that I felt like I had seen and experienced the consequences of failed leadership in Washington. And that, more than anything else, was my motivation to go to Washington to try to change it so that the kinds of things we saw in Iraq don't happen again. Yeah, you know, I, I can appreciate that because I think when people ask questions, this to me, they ask, I think that what we can do for veterans is, is not send them places they don't belong and to, to get them hurt and to, and to put them in We rely on our leaders to make sure that hey, wherever we're going to be sent, well, I'm not me, but a veteran or anyone in the military, it's going to be sent somewhere that what they're doing is for the right cause and not being sent there for someone's, um, you know, a response. That's right, and, and support them, you yes, know? exactly. Um, and, and make sure that, uh, you know, we th there was actually a lot of good that was going on in Iraq, and uh, a lot of service members lost uh, their lives. 
uh, really helping people. Um, but we didn't fall through, you know, uh, we didn't support uh, the troops enough on the ground. A lot of people in Washington were pretty clueless as to what was actually going on, even as they were making decisions back in Washington, D.C. And in fact, there was a day in 2004 when a young Marine in my platoon, Corporal, looked up at me and said, you know, sir, you ought to run for Congress someday so that this shit doesn't happen again. Yeah. And that, yeah, that he nailed it. So that's another thing. Years ago, you started support, you encouraging um, former military veterans to run for office. And why is that uh, such a big thing? Well, so I believe that people who understand what it means to serve the country, to uh, truly be servant leaders, are going to make better people in Washington. I mean, God knows there's a hell of a lot of my colleagues who are selfish, who are there for the wrong reasons, who don't, don't understand what public service is really all about. But people who have served the country, not just in the military, by the way, but in Peace Corps, AmeriCorps, City Year, national service organizations where you've had to make some personal sacrifices for the greater good, that's exactly the spirit of leadership that we desperately need in Washington. And so I started recruiting people from these backgrounds. It turns out that they tend to be really good at winning tough races. They know how to fight. They know how to reach out to people and relate to Americans from all different walks of life. And we've elected some amazing leaders who are, um, you know, are on the ballot this week. Uh, people like Mikey Sherrill down in New Jersey, Navy helicopter pilot, amazing woman, amazing leader, great colleague. She won a tough race to come to Congress. And she understands what public service, what serving the country is fundamentally all about. Yeah, that's great. So Veterans Day is Friday. So what does Veterans Day mean to you? You know, Veterans Day is an opportunity to honor the veterans who have served our country. But more than that, it's really an opportunity to try to understand our veterans to try to understand what all of us who have served have gone through, how that's changed our lives and how it relates back to life here at home. This is a point that I think is often lost on a lot of Americans. You know, today we're lucky to live in a time when most Americans really respect and support veterans. I have so much respect for the Vietnam generation of veterans who came home to a country that was not supportive. That must have been incredibly hard. Uh, I know it it still bothers many of them today, as frankly, it it should. But I came home from wars, even if the wars themselves were unpopular, people respected my service. But so few people in America have served today, like one yeah. percent yeah. that they a lot of Americans say, I support veterans, but I don't even know how to relate to them. I don't know what to do to help. So one of the things I've done in Congress that I'm most proud of is starting a tradition called Veterans Town Halls, where we bring together veterans and non-veterans so that non-veterans can hear veterans' stories and try to understand what was that experience like and how does it affect life back here at home? So what could the average, like what would someone like myself or, my father was a Vietnam veteran and the toughest part I think for him is maneuvering around the system trying to figure out you know for benefits or other things and mm. you know it's a it's a tough it's a tough process so what could other uh, just common people like ourselves do to help assist in veterans um or anything that you recommend that we could do well i mean the first thing is if you can get to a veterans town hall on veterans day 
please come. We have a great one in Marblehead. That was actually where we held the first one ever in, in the nation a few years ago. But now it's expanded to cities and towns across the Commonwealth and across the country. Trying to understand the veteran experience is the is the first step. And then I think you'll see ways that you can help. One thing you can do for veterans who are just getting out, uh, just coming home from our wars, is to just give them a chance, give them a job, give them an opportunity. Veterans do exceedingly well in business. Uh, they're more civically involved. Um, they have higher lifetime earnings. There's a lot of great success statistics about vets, but they need that first chance. Yeah. They need a chance uh, when they get back and they might not have exactly the same experience as the other people you're hiring, but guess what? They're going to have leadership experience. That's pretty unparalleled because it was in the toughest environment on earth. So that's one thing you can do. And then there are a lot of vets, especially as they get older, who just need support in the community and they're trying to get uh, their health care taken care of. They might need special accommodations in their home. Uh, because of injuries that they sustained in combat. There are some great nonprofits that work on modifying veterans' homes to make them more accessible and things like that. There's a whole bunch of things you can do, but the way to start is just try to get to know a veteran. And a great way to do that is to show up at one of these veterans' town halls. One of my, we had a former, one of my former employees, she, um, she does an honor flight for veterans and she's a vice president. And it's such a great thing that, um, she, she tells stories behind it and it's it's amazing that she had a korean uh a korean war vet on and his first time he spoke about the korean war since he said his wife goes he never spoke to me about it he spoke to her about it so i, I think it touches yeah these are the flights that take veterans from their homes across america and bring them to the memorials in washington dc it's an amazing concept it's i've seen some of them uh when i'm flying down for work uh in washington um at national airport and the faces of uh, these old vets, it's they're really inspiring. I mean, these are true American heroes who are finally getting treated like the heroes that they are. Now, you mentioned, you know, about one percent of the population is, is, you know, is served. What would you what recommendations should you give to someone if they wanted to join the military and why they should join the military? Well, I'll tell you just from my personal experience, serving in the Marines is one of the greatest experiences of my life. Now, look, I was lucky. I, I found myself in combat and you know, here I am. I'm still in in one piece, a little a little banged up. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, especially with uh, a little bit of post traumatic stress that I that I've talked about, but also been able to deal with and 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 surmount and move past. So, its service is not without consequences, but the opportunity to be a part of something bigger than yourself, uh, to truly serve the country that we love alongside some of the most amazing Mar Americans that I've ever met in my life from, from literally all over this country, different backgrounds, different beliefs, different politics. But we set all that aside to do what's right for America. And I think that spirit of service is something that we could use a lot more of in the country today. And you absolutely find that in the military. Yeah. Did you, uh, when you first decided to join the military, did you how was your family? They supportive of it first, or was it something? Oh my they gosh, had? they were so opposed. And and guess what? That's not because my family's not patriotic or anything like that. They were scared. Yeah. You know, no one wants uh, their brother or sister or son or daughter to go uh, to a place where they might get killed. And parents have felt that way for thousands of years, right? I mean, that's just a total natural reaction. But um, it was a big adjustment. I mean, we don't have any close relatives in my family. My my grandfather uh, served, but 
you know, beyond that, no close relatives who had served. So it was a real shock when I decided to go into the Marines. And of course, when a war happened, that was an even uh, bigger shock. But my family came together. The community that I grew up in in Marblehead was unbelievably supportive uh, of my parents um, and of me. And and actually, it was a great small town story. In fact, um, my my mom started this tradition where people put a candle in their window, um, you know, waiting for uh, me at first and then uh, the troops in general to come home. And you drive throughout town and people have candles in their window. It's just one candle. Um, yeah. And and uh, and, that, and that was really special. And it's just one example of how a community was able to come together and support those who are out serving. Can you tell us a little bit more? I know you mentioned the town halls. I'm sure you're doing more. I, I looked on your website. I saw you had multiple town halls going. Can you, can you just um, put it for the listeners to tell us about how many town halls you have going, where they are, and how they can join and come over and listen to you? Yeah. So, I mean, look, I do town halls just as part of my job as a congressman. But what I'm specifically talking about here are the veterans town halls that we hold on Veterans Day. Uh, I'm just doing the one in Marblehead. That's where I'm going to be. Um, But they're all over the country now. In fact, if you go to VetsTownHall.org, you can uh, look up and they'll have listings of where they are. Not everyone, um, but but a lot of them across the country. And uh, many communities have uh, held them. Boston started holding one. I assume they're doing one this year. I'm not sure. But um, but they're really an amazing, uh, an amazing tradition. But, but look, if you live in the sixth district up here in the North shore, absolutely come to one of my, uh, town halls and ask me tough questions because I work for you. That's my job as a United States Congressman. I work for you. And if you're a veteran, you should know that we do an awful lot to support veterans through our constituent services. Uh, we have a dedicated veterans caseworker who naturally is a veteran himself. Uh, Steve's a great guy and he works in the Salem office. And he helps veterans get their benefits, uh, navigate the VA bureaucracy, which you mentioned is tough. Your dad has trouble uh, getting through that. I I understand it. I'm actually a VA patient myself. I think I'm the only one in Congress, but I made a commitment to continue getting my health care at the VA uh, when I was first elected. So, so I still go there. Um, I've got a great doctor, but I know that there are uh, some challenges in just navigating that bureaucracy. We help with all of that stuff. We take on literally hundreds of constituent cases uh, every year, um, and I think we've done 2,000 in this year alone. Um, and uh, I think veterans cases are our biggest our, our biggest group. So we're experienced, we can help, and that's something that you should know about too. Excellent. And um, I know I'm getting the cue to wrap it up, so I just want to say, what, how would anybody be able to get in touch with you uh, or your team? To, yeah. um, to go over any questions. So, so first yeah. of all, uh, you're always welcome to visit the office in Washington or in Salem, Massachusetts. In Salem, it's right on Front Street. Uh, you can go to my website, uh, molten.house.gov, and you'll see multiple ways that you can connect with us through social media, uh, by sending an email, by giving us a phone call, uh, whatever works for you. But we're here to serve you. That's my job. That's my team's job, and we're proud to do it. Congressman Seth Moulton, I appreciate you taking time. I know it's an election day. Good luck. And thank you again for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on and speak to us on the Three Guys Podcast. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Three Guys Podcast. We appreciate your support. The Three Guys Podcast is on all major podcast platforms. And you can follow all our updates on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Again, we appreciate your support. Thank you.